You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs are back on the practice field on Friday for the final time ahead of Sunday's massive game against the Dallas Cowboys. We got our final injury report from head coach Andy Reid, and we also heard from defensive lineman Chris Jones, as well as offensive lineman Creed Humphrey. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Chris Jones, then we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, you'll hear from Creed Humphrey. Here's Andy Reid. Lucas Nang, he'll be listed as out, and then Armani Watts um, was sick today. Um, and so he, he wasn't at practice. Um, other than that, uh, everybody uh, practiced. So uh, look forward to the challenge of, of playing the Cowboys. We know <clears throat> they're a good football team, obviously. And um, we know our crowd will be electric um, come Sunday. So uh, again, we, we welcome them in with that. And, um, and like I said, our guys had good week of practice and look forward to this challenge. So for that time, yours. Let's go first to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Uh, hey, Andy, just curious about Clyde. Um, is he going to be up on Sunday, and how do you look in practice this week? Yeah, I'll get with Rick here and just make sure, uh, you know, that everything's okay, and then we'll go from there. But um, he had a good week of practice. So, All right, Coach. Oh, uh, we've got a late ad. Aaron Ladd. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, I appreciate the time here. I heard you talk a lot about this team kind of forming its own personality. It's kind of a lot of things that people have said over the last week. We had to be our own team this year, kind of not what we've been in the past. How much of that was on the field? And then maybe how much of that was the coaching staff as well, trying to find the personality of this year's group? Yeah, I think, um, Aaron, I mean, it's this way. It's this way every year. You kind of figure yourself out. And um, some teams start fast, some teams start a little slower. And, you know, sometimes you have everybody back. Sometimes you've got an influx of players. So <clears throat> I, I think it's everybody. I think it's coaches, players. You know, we're all working through it and um, make it, make everything right and and get to know each other and so on and so forth. So <clears throat> all right, we'll go last to Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, coach. Good afternoon. Hi, Herbie. You've been doing this for quite a while, and you've you've started. You even played offensive line in college. Uh, when it comes to playing offensive line, especially from a rookie point of view, how impressed are you with Creed Humphrey and his ability to to really step up and, and be that anchor in the middle of the offensive line as a rookie? Yeah, so Herbie, you got to you've got to be able to put it together mentally and physically. Um, you're the transmitter between either side. You got to be on the same page with the quarterback, so that means you're going to meet with him extra hours. And um, the kid's done a nice job with it. He, he's, uh, he's intelligent. Uh, he's football intelligent, which is important. And, and, then, um, uh, and then he's a good player. You know, he's got great balance and strength. So 
uh, he fits fits right in. He doesn't say boo out there. I mean, if there's he doesn't talk much. Uh, uh, period. <clears throat> but um, he does a great job with the calls and um, gets gets done what he needs to get done. And when he does speak up, people listen. You know, so he's got guys respect. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Okay, take care. Thank you. Hey, Chris, hope all is well with you. Uh, what type of challenges do you see this um, this Dallas offensive line that you all are going to be facing this Sunday? I know you got everybody back healthy on the, on the defensive line, but what kind of challenges do they present that you might not have probably faced this type of quality of an offensive line since the Cleveland Browns? Dan, pleasure to speak to you, my friend. Um, they're, they're definitely uh, one of the better groups that we'll see this year. Um, they do a very good good job of protecting Dak. They mesh very well, you know, a um, couple of all pros on that line. Um, and, and, and they work well together. You know, they got a veteran quarterback who is playing lights out, who plays 70% uh, of his passes. And they're the main reason for that, for protecting him and uh, making sure he has a clear pocket. Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Chris, what's up, man? Um, can you sort of walk us through what your weekly preparation is like now that, you know, you're learning multiple spots on, on the defensive line? Not, I guess, learning, but, but at least learning the game plan each week. Can you kind of walk us through what it's um, the process is like for you during the week? Well, the same as every other week, just studying, um, getting a game plan, making sure I know um, both defensive end and the defensive tackle schemes of the defense and uh, trying to mentally prepare myself for a physical game, man. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Chris, a uh, similar question. You know, we had talked to you about being on the edge um, during the preseason. And, and right now, I mean, you know, you're obviously a true hybrid. How seamless is that for you in game, um, going inside and outside, and then sometimes coming back and whatnot? Um, I think it's, it gives versatility um, to this defensive line. Um, we got a lot of guys that can play different gaps in different areas on the defensive line. And um, I, I just do my 111, man. Um, you know, it's like a chess match, week in and week out. Um, you know, putting me in the best place so I can set up this defense to win. All right, final four, we'll go right down the line, starting with Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Chris. Um, Chiefs have had three of their best pass rush games the last three weeks. Just wondering why you feel like the pass rush all of a sudden seems to be coming alive in, in recent games. Um, one part of everyone is getting healthy, getting our legs on us and, um, you know, um, coming together, coming together as a group, staying up, staying after practice, making sure we're doing drills. Uh, I think it's more so of the players committing to one another, uh, making sure that we're getting the best out of one another and uh, spags dialing up schemes in place where we can get one-on-ones, and that's what we harp ourselves on, winning one-on-ones. Let's go next to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Chris, you mentioned about getting healthy, and you told us a couple of weeks ago with the wrist, you probably won't be 100% this season. Um, but I'm just curious, how, how are you feeling in that regard, and you know, how are you planning on using the bye week to kind of refresh yourself? Um, right now, I haven't even thought about the bye week, but, uh, you know, I'll take it day to day, you know, I get treatment, do what I got to do to make sure that I, um, I can play my best ability on Sunday. You know, I'm good enough to play and, um, that's where I'm at with it. Last two, Harold and then Nate. Go ahead, Harold. Hey, Chris, hope you're doing well. Uh, when it comes to this team talking about swagger throughout the week and especially after the Raiders performance, 
you know, what is that characteristic like for the team? Because you guys have always been a cheery group. You're always dancing in practice. What was it like for you to try to finally bring that back into the mold? And how much performances like that when against the Raiders help you guys going forward to know to be the defense that you can be? I think it's more so building our chemistry back as a defense. Um, everyone finally getting to play together. You know, it went multiple weeks. Me and Frank wasn't able to play together. And when he was healthy, I was unhealthy. And bringing Melvin Ingram in, who is a solidified pass rusher, a veteran pass rusher who is, uh, can contribute to this defense. And I think meshing together and playing Chiefs football. Um, our swagger is who we are. Um, Coach Reed preach, let your, uh, let your personality show in the field. And we got a, we got a, um, a, a big personalities on the defense. You know, uh, we got a lot of guys who have big personalities. So I think letting that show, playing your football, playing, uh, playing with a lot of uh, excitement, a lot of personality and uh, fueling off the crowd. We'll go ask to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Good afternoon, Chris. Um, I kind of wanted to build off of what Pete and Sam mentioned earlier. Um, in the middle of the game, how much freedom or ownership do you have in terms of telling Spags uh, if you feel better on one side, maybe in the edge versus the inside? And how much does that uh, change where you're playing, perhaps in the third quarter, fourth quarter, if you get a feel for how one matchup is going and, and obviously just you know sharing that with the coaching staff? Well, I um, uh, me and Spaz communicate throughout the game. Um, how's it going? What do I feel? Where do I feel more comfortable at? So we keep a great line of communication throughout the game to make adjustments for a halftime or third or fourth quarter. So our relationship on that that part is very good. I think we do a very good job on communicating on how I feel, where I feel best at, and where I feel like I can uh, exceed at during this game or you know the rest of the game. Chris, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. You just heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and defensive lineman Chris Jones. Now we'll wrap up the week with offensive lineman Creed Humphrey. Hey, Creed, um, I know the Cowboys are really popular down in Oklahoma. I was just curious whether you were a Cowboy fan growing up, and, and if so, if you had uh, a favorite player or two. And, and Brad, I'll uh, have a second question as well. Yeah, to be honest, uh, growing up, I didn't really watch the NFL too much. It was more, uh, you know, OU football. So I never really got into watching the NFL very often as a kid. Uh, you know, I, when I did, I like to write. I like to watch uh, Roy Williams when he was with the Cowboys, just because he was, you know, an Oklahoma guy. Uh, you know, a fun player to watch. So, uh, 
But yeah, I never really watched the NFL too much growing up. Okay, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you had another year of eligibility at Oklahoma. You could have gone back and played this season. What told you at the end of last year that it was time to come out for the draft, that you were ready for the NFL? Was something the coaches said, or did you just know uh, that you were ready? Yeah, you know, uh, I met with uh, Coach Riley and Coach Beatenbow, the offensive line coach there, uh, after the season. We kind of talked. They felt that, you know, I was ready to make the transition. They felt like I've done a good job, uh, made myself ready physically and mentally. So uh, they thought it was a good time for me to be able to make the transition, and uh, I agreed too. So uh, that's kind of was my deciding factor. Let's go next to Herbie Teope. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Creed, hope you're well. And, and Brad, I have a few questions here. Creed, do you pay any attention to pro football focus grades or anything like that? No, not really. You know, uh, kind of just focus on tape, things like that. Uh, don't really pay attention to anything really outside of the building. Would, would it surprise you to know that they have you rated as one of the top rookie offensive linemen and some of, and often the one of the best interior offensive linemen in the league? Yeah, you know, I've, I've heard that. Uh, you know, it's really just, uh, you know, it shows how good uh, of a unit we've been so far with, uh, you know, having guys like Joe by me, Trey by me, uh, things like that. You know, uh, everybody's working together well, and that's the biggest thing for us. So, uh, you know, that's more of a reflection of just how well we've all worked together. Yeah, and one final question for you. Are, are you how surprised are you that you've had this type of tremendous success in your rookie year? Uh, you know, uh, I'm not really too surprised by it. You know, that's kind of what I knew I could do. You know, I have confidence in my abilities, uh, confidence in my work ethic. So, you know, if I didn't think I'd be able to make an impact, I wouldn't have, you know, left college. So, uh, you know, really, you know, I was – that was kind of my mindset coming in is making an impact. So that's kind of – I've been working, and uh, that's kind of been my mindset the whole time, just to work and improve every day. Let's go next to Harold Kuntz. Go ahead, Harold. Great, sort of a fun question for you. I got to ask you about this uh, play that kind of went viral a little bit of you when you on the, the offsides play when you kind of flopped and looked like or fell down. Just talk me through that play and what was going on there. And just does that just show how much you know, kind of a little bit of fun you're having out there on the field right now? Yeah, you know, uh, we're having fun. It was a fun night. Uh, so yeah, I mean, really, it was just you know having fun with it. I knew the penalty was going to get called anyway, so it was just kind of having fun with it. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Aaron Ladd. Go ahead, Aaron. That's a perfect segue. I feel like we've heard kind of the same sound bites from you all year, just going to work, chopping wood, Eric Bieniemy one on one. But can you maybe mention a moment that you've had the most fun out there with this group? I know it started to uh, pick up with the winning year. Yeah, you know, really, this whole year's been fun. Uh, anytime you get to get after somebody on a Sunday, it's fun. So uh, just really, you know, working and uh, getting with the guys, you know, whenever we, we see a big block from somebody else, you know, in the film room, that's always really fun. Uh, making big blocks always fun. It's just, you know, really being able to see, you know, the guys go to work and, uh, you know, just seeing them have success is always really fun to me. And then, uh, yeah, we just have a lot of fun in the film room after games, things like that. And we'll go last to Pete Sweeney. Go to Pete. Reed, kind of keeping it on this uh, lighthearted track, I, I know that you tweeted about the song um, lately that people are pushing for you to be offensive rookie of the year and appearing on Good Morning Football with uh, segments with Peter Schrager. What have you made of just some of this extra attention that you're finally getting here in the in the midseason? Yeah, it's funny. You know, that <laughs> song was funny for sure. Uh, you know, I don't really try to pay too much attention to anything uh, outside, you know, on social media, things like that. You know, that's not really what I like to do. So. Uh, 
you know, it's, it's cool when I see things like that, you know, I had some people send it to me. Uh, it was funny for sure. Uh, but yeah, that guy sounded really good too when he was singing. <laughs> Great. We appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. No problem. More to do's, less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Vanta. Dealing with loads of spreadsheets, juggling different tools, and having to do manual security checks, it can be a headache to keep up with today's compliance and security programs. Vanta is the trust management platform that wants to simplify things and bring all your trust-building efforts under one roof, making growth smoother for your whole organization. Vanta lets you automate up to 90% of compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, HIPAA, and more. Strengthen security posture and reduce third-party risk. Get $1,000 off Vanta when you go to vanta.com slash vox. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash vox for $1,000 off Vanta.